watched Aziz Ansari's new special. He has a new special? It came out like today. Oh. On Netflix. It's it's interesting. Was not aware of that even being a thing. I kind of forgot about Aziz Ansari for a while. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Mainly for the better. He's... Eh. Mm. It's, it's just okay? Uh... I, it's actually like really good, which is like mind fucking okay. me because I never I never liked to stand up. It so it's pretty good. I I've been like, oh, this is actually really nuanced and smart. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's like what I wish Nanette was. Oh, okay. Where it's like really smart and well thought out and like emotional, but also like very funny. Okay. So, I don't know. It's cool. Maybe I should watch it. I haven't watched a lot of, like, stand-up specials in a while. It's, like, all I watch. That and, like, Stranger Things. Which I haven't seen. I saw the first season, which I really liked. I saw it when it came out. And then I just, like, never got around to the second season. And then, like, a whole (laughs) year went by. And now it's the third season. (laughs) (laughs) Now I feel like it's too late. (laughs) Uh, I tried to like do a whole rewatch before the third season came out, and now I'm like, oh yeah, I can't do that. So I've just been watching the third season because mm-hmm. spoilers. Sometimes I get like too lazy to watch a TV show, like marathon a TV show, which is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I get that though cuz I don't I don't like marathoning shows. Neither generally. do I. I like a co- two episodes at a time at most. Yeah. I can't just like marathon things. I think that, you know, even though Netflix has like revolutionized TV, I really kind of think that like since we've lost that like week to week release schedule kind of yeah. screws everything up. I don't like binge watching. I don't either. I think part of it is, like, just not having time for it, though. That's true. Because, like, I'm like, oh, I could watch eight hours of Netflix, or I could do things. Like, I, there are so many TV shows that people have been telling me to, like, watch, catch up on it. You can, you'll finish it in, like, one night. It's so good. Not just Stranger Things, like, a lot of shows. And I never right. do. And I and then I end up just not watching anything except the new season of Are You the One? <laughs> That's the only thing I've I've like gone out of my way to try to watch. Um, the only thing that's kind of like in, in sort of like a vein where I'm like, oh, I could binge watch this. And I think I watched it all in one night was, uh, that show bonding that came out. Oh, it's, I don't know anything about it. I just know it by the title. It's, it's like a, a grad student that like moonlights as a dominatrix, um, and she hires her best friend to be like her assistant, uh, and he wants to be a comedian. And, like, that's kind of it. But, like, okay. it's, like, 15-minute episodes. And I'm like, oh, I could do this because I could watch all of them in the span of time it would take to watch, like, two Stranger Things. Okay. That's so, good. It's easy. I think they should start making TV shows shorter or just start making them into movies. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I'll rewatch a web series and I'll watch a movie. That's it. No, no half hour, no 45 minute. No, no, no 10 season epics no. that people love. Absolutely not. Too much commitment. Exactly. Speaking of movies, people rewatch a lot. Saturday night fever. Is this something you've rewatched a lot or no. people have? Okay. People have. I'd never seen this. You hadn't seen it? I hadn't seen this. And before, so what did you think? Well, before we get into this, I, I think if I refer to it as Saturday Night Live a couple of times throughout this episode, that's that's probably going to be the theme. Uh, same. 
and I had seen this before and I'm very well aware of the difference, but my yeah. brain just wants to say Saturday Night Live. It's like autocorrect. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a reflex. Yeah. Um this is like what I this is like the good version of fo- Footloose. Yeah, this is like what Footloose should have been. Yeah. But I will say I don't like this one that much either. It I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I don't think I'm going to end up rewatching it a hundred times, <laughs> but I was like, Oh, this is like actually like pretty good. I'm engaged. Um, yeah. I think it's smarter than footloose. Yeah. I think it's, it's like there, there's a little bit more nuance to it. And I think it's a better representation of that time period and that space. Yeah. Um, and- and Not real that they take life. place in the same time period, but I mean, in terms of like being a time capsule, Ca- capturing for, a, a capturing a place and time. Yeah, for a very specific like culture that is sort of sort of I don't want to say dead, but like this was like a very uh, fast, brief pocket of time that it hasn't quite been like this exactly. Yeah. This, th- these archetypes kind of still exist, but not in, not in the way that they do in this. Oh yeah, that's true. And also like the type of the, the I think the idea of dancing being an escape from like the the gritty like uh, tough. The- uh, Italian. <laughs> <laughs> the life of being a young Italian boy in, in yeah. Bay Ridge. Uh, I think the idea of dance being an escape from your life is not new. It's just this type of dance. Doesn't this, exist. This sort of culture. It, it hasn't been quite like this. Yeah. I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find, <sighs> like this type of like Italian American guy that's releases dancing in this sort of way. And if you did, he is not under 68 years old. <laughs> he, <sighs> if this guy still exists. Well, I was going to say if, if he st- if he exists in this way, he's probably someone that's like into theater, not oh, like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you mean like the equivalent? Yeah, not not someone that like is gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna like go out to bars and. I feel like a lot of Italian guys. Now nah, this is just turning into the anti-Italian podcast, uh, <laughs> but I feel like you could find a lot of like, you know, Italian guys that are like, oh yeah, dancing when I release, but it's really just like I go to the club, I get fucked up, I. Eat try to bang girls, which arguably is kind of what these guys are doing. But like the dancing is more important that not. Yeah. It seems like it's pretty much the same thing, except he takes his dancing so seriously. Like it almost seems like it's not even fun for him. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's one scene where it's like a really impressive dance number and like, he's just sort of like going through the motions. Yeah. He's, and he's also, um, He's like a good dancer, but you know, he doesn't, I, I, I don't recall him doing anything that extraordinary um, other no. than like being pretty good at moving. I, I mean, but he just like stops the dance floor. Like everyone looks at him. He's, he's a star. Well, so I, I'm kind of left to wonder, do we think that because no one dances like this anymore? Yes, and okay. it is fully unfair. Because <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you know, I was watching it, and I'm like, this is kind of whatever, but, like, I feel like maybe at the time this he's, made... He's a good dancer, but I think the choreography is, like, dated, obviously, yeah, and yeah. kind of stale. <laughs> um, not very interesting. But there are also a lot of dance scenes. Yeah. Like, long dance scenes. Yeah, and those tended to get boring yeah it wouldn't be so bad if they weren't so repetitive and not really doing much for the story uh that the the previous dance number did yeah 
Yeah. Actually, actually, I think I prefer his, like, uh, the intro, the whole opening credits of him walking to staying alive. I kind of like that more than the dance scenes. Like, I think that perfectly represents, like, how you listen to staying alive. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more iconic. It's more iconic, and you could just, like, walk in rhythm to it, and yeah. that's enough. That's it. Exactly, yeah. And that's pretty much, uh, going into this, that was kind of all I knew from this movie. Oh, really? I was that like, I know that, that song, that scene and the song, the scene and the song. I'd seen the, the intro before, but I was like, oh, you know, yeah, it's a movie about disco. I did not expect this at all. I was like, oh, it's about guys going to a disco, you know, kind of mm-hmm. whatever. And it, it kind of is, but like, I don't know, the whole family dynamics, the work stuff. I don't know. It's more interesting than just, um, you know, this guy just fucking around and he likes to dance and sometimes stuff happens. Like, I, it's more, I think it, it paints a better picture of, like, that, uh, the his, like, conservative, uh, traditional Italian family with, like, these kind of fucked up gender dynamics. Yeah. Is, I think that's, like, pretty interesting to see. Yeah, there there were definitely a lot of things in this movie that, like, yeah, were they they weren't very forward thinking to say the least. Oh yeah, but, and like to be fair, that's probably like an accurate representation yes. of the time. But but I hate this squad of dudes. I oh, hate yeah. that they're they're I not good people. Like it would be one thing if they just said like a couple of you know outdated terms yeah. and like maybe implied something kind of bigoted. But but the it's like they're just assholes. They're not good people. Yeah. Well, that you know to jump ahead, the movie kind of ends with a rape scene. Yeah. It literally yeah. like that is a rape scene. Yeah. That's like not. When I say kind, I mean argue. where what? it falls. When I said kind, I meant the end. That it was the end scene for the rest. Oh yeah. 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 I, I knew it's not the end scene, but it is a rape scene. Yeah. <laughs> And it's really bad, and also there's no reason for it. Oh, yeah. Not that there, not that I think like it's okay if there's a reason for it, but it's, like it seems so gratuitous. Yeah, and I mean, I guess this doesn't defend it at all. But the case I'd make for it is that rape is a pointless crime, where like. I, it, That's true. When it happens, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for a reason either. Yeah, and it's it, of course these are the type of guys that would do it. It's yeah. just I cannot get on board with them being the protagonists. Yeah, like I I think it's just it's just so horrific. Oh my god, poor Annette. Like they really did her dirty this whole yeah. movie. Like she can't catch she, a break. Yeah, she's she, she is treated wrong. like shit the entire movie. And it's hard to watch. Yeah. Like, I, because I've seen this kind of thing where, like, not just in this movie, but like in a lot of movies and TV shows where there's a girl character who's just like abused for just as like a goof or, for, yeah. Like, for, just because just she's not as existing. hot as like the other girl character. Yeah. It, and it, it's like genuinely hard to watch. It's, yeah. And it, it's difficult all around too, because like she, she doesn't have anything that's unlikable about her. And, you know, you kind of just see her get betrayed and fucked over, over and over again. Yeah. You just, and you also don't learn enough about her. Yeah. To like follow her, her deal. And like, maybe, you know, maybe that is part, maybe that could have been a subplot is, her, you know, we learn maybe about her life and what her motivations are. Yeah. And like, really all we get is just like, she's into, uh, John Travolta. I forget. his. She name. wants to dance and she's like, in, she wants validation and she wants to be noticed, but like, she's so harmless and she does literally nothing. I can't recall anything she does that would indicate she's a bad person. No, nothing. You know, 
there's there's just no reason for it. Yeah. And in fact, I think her character could have just been cut from this movie and that would have been fine. I think I think they should have either cut her from the movie or given her more lines. Yeah. Or more development. Yeah, cuz there yeah, like you said there's there's nothing and it's yeah, she she's just treated like it it sucks when because he doesn't even tell her, like, the first time, like, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to dance with you. She's just like, all right, when are we going on? And he's like, by the way, about that. Yeah, what the fuck? Also, not just her, like, I mean, especially her, but, like, the way all the women characters are treated in this movie yeah. is so bad. It's so gross. Yeah. And it probably is accurate to the time, I'm sure. But I mean, no, I know like, guys that... It, I, I've seen guys that act like this today. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Um, but, uh, oh, especially with, um, uh, not Annette, the, the, the Stephanie. Yes. Like, I still see shit like that. The like, why won't you give me a chance? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of bullshit. Um, and also his mom. Yeah. Really mistreated. And like, if it were, kind of more about that and they acknowledged it that would be one thing but i feel like it's just background noise it's it's all stuff that the i guess the issue is is that tony is kind of well tony is the hero of the movie he's portrayed that way kind of in and out but he doesn't really do anything that necessarily makes him likable besides the fact that we know more about him yeah and like Excuse me. And the thing I guess I will say is at this time, it probably was a little bit more excusable to be like, well, why won't you give me a chance? Where, like, today, it's just like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, it's because it seems like Tony is the least awful, I guess, of his crew of dudes, but that doesn't make him a good person. Yeah, he's just sort of like... Yeah, he he's just there. And I he, fully he's a different type like, of scumbag. I don't understand why she gave him so many chances when he like kept proving time and time again that he's just wants to hook up and he's kind of creepy. Yeah. Uh, even at the end, like the end, they just agree to be friends, and she's like, "Can you stand it being just friends?" And he's like, "I don't know." And then that's it. Like, clearly they're going to have a terrible, fucked up friendship where he's just going to be waiting for her to put out. If they have one at all. Yeah, if they have one. And it kind of seems, and if if I were her, I wouldn't want to be friends with him. Like, if if it had been established a million times, like, I'm not going to hook up with you and he kept trying. Like, no, I'm not going to just be friends with you. You haven't gotten the message. It's, It's sort of the standard where you know it's like oh we should just be friends and it's like no you shouldn't (laughs) no maybe you shouldn't maybe i mean it's also a kind of a refreshingly unsatisfying way to end a romance movie is let's just be friends i feel like there's either either they get married or there's a huge blow up or someone dies or they never see each other again or something but like agreeing to be friends and then rolling the credits is kind of yeah not uh, a... like i kind of like that like i wish more romantic movies ended like that but it, it's a little I bit feel like they shouldn't have even been friends they should have just ended it yeah yeah <laughs> and um what was the other thing i i lost my train of thought where did it go I feel like this this whole movie, th- what people remember from it is the, the music and the dancing and John Travolta. Yeah. Uh, and those are the most iconic things about it. But there are so many like things, especially related to the outside characters that are kind of bothersome. And also the uh, the whole thing with the gangs. The get that never really got that had like one scene sort of like what came of that like what happened who I don't know 
It kind of felt... I I remember that one fight scene, and I'm like, what is that? Why is this going on? Is that it? And then, like, when the... It's a Puerto Rican couple, right? Yes. At the end. Were they supposed to be, like, from the rival gang, and then, like, they won the competition? I don't... No, no. Because I was like, oh, they're just another couple. No. What happened was... Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if they were supposed to be like part of the rival gang, like maybe. Um, but I, I feel like they might've just been a Puerto Rican couple. Um, but what happened was, and even this scene, like trying to show that John Travolta is a nice guy was, it was in the dance competition. John Travolta won and he felt like that that he didn't deserve it and that the other couple should have won. The reason they didn't win is yeah. because they're white. So he gives them the trophy and the money. Yeah. But like like yes, that that does I mean, I don't think that proves he's not racist though. I think that just proves that he like respects the art of dance so much. <laughs> um it, that he's willing to give his trophy to the couple he thinks should have won, which is like, you know, that's a noble act, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think that makes him not racist. I think he's still kind of racist. I, well, there, there's, de- there, there's so much race. There is a lot of racism throughout the movie. I yeah. kind of debate which, which way to kind of look at that, where it's sort of, you know, there's, there's one scene early on where I had written in my notes that like they they say the n word a lot. Oh yeah, a I lot. Know. And I was like, oh wow, this is uh, not what I expected in 2019. Like uh, even watching like old movies now, like if I hear someone say, even if I know it's coming, and I hear a white person say the n word, I'm like, oh, that's not good. Which yeah, right. Response, and I think but, I think nowadays if that happens, it's like that person who says that is the bad guy. Like, that's it. There's no, there's no middle ground. I mean, maybe there is. Unless Tarantino wrote the movie. Unless Tarantino, (laughs) yeah, Tarantino, uh, still really hanging on to that. Yeah. But, um, but so with giving the, the prize and the money to the other couple, I, again, it doesn't make him not racist for respecting the art of dancing there, but also like, I'm kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm having moral qual- I'm in a contest on Friday where I need to get votes from an audience and like, I'm stacking the audience in my favor. So how are you stacking the audience in your favor? Well, it's an audience vote and I know I have a good chunk of the audience coming to see me. Oh, I don't think that's bad. I think it would be this bad a- if you were like slipping people 5 bucks. To, oh to no. Vote Maybe you. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> the prize no, is like inviting people you know and having I mean that's what you do. That's yeah. um that's what any like voter voter based reality show is. It's whoever has the most friends and fans and family. I know, but, uh, I don't know. Or if you were like blackmailing people, don't do that either. <laughs> well, that uh, bribing and blackmailing both seem like pretty good options. Right. But, um, but no, so I, yeah, I, I like you said, I think the act, the fact that he just kind of like gave the prize money, it, yeah, it's noble, but it's not, you know, it doesn't change the fact that, it's noble, but it doesn't redeem him in my eyes. Yeah. It doesn't like, I didn't see that happen and say, Oh, he's a good person who did that out of the kindness of his heart. It, what that told me is he's just so invested in dance and is so, and like, that's not a bad thing. Like wanting the best person to win, even if that, that's not you. It's, like, it's that's, a good quality and a bad person. But I don't think, I think them, if this, weren't a Puerto Rican couple. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think the fact that they're not a white couple is what makes the writers think this is going to make him a redeemable character. Yeah. And I don't really think he is <laughs> even after that. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Like he just kind of sucks. He, yeah, he, there, there's not really anything to him. And even like, 
Not that his family are necessarily likable characters either, <laughs> but like even like the moment when he like lashed out at, at his dad, I was kind of like, "Oh, Tony, why'd you do that?" Yeah. You know, where he's he just He just seems like everyone, you know what it is? Everyone in this movie at least all the men in this movie are, they're just hotheads yeah. and they're just like, everyone's yelling and everyone's trying to get a word in and, uh, whatever doesn't work, like use violence and like, yeah, get what you want. And like, I just want to dance. Like this, this movie is full of like, <laughs> like, uh, aggressive, toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's hold on. I'll talk. Time. Sorry about that. Okay. Um. But yeah, they're they're not. Uh, they're not. Now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> they're. Yeah, they're they're just not good people. I don't. I'll go back and, to that. And that wouldn't be a bad thing if he was like a complex maybe not very likable but interesting character but i don't think he's interesting enough no we he's just kind of a douchebag who's really in his own head yeah the the only character that i i really thought was interesting and what well there, there are two things i do want to bring up but it was like his brother who was the priest yeah who, he kind of seemed like he was sort of redeemable but also, like, he was a priest. His brother... <laughs> well, he was. He, yeah. he... His brother seemed like he had some kind of wisdom yeah. that no one else in this movie has. Yeah. and Every, Everyone's, like, so up their own ass. <laughs> and we didn't see too, too much of him. But, like... No. He, you know, even, like, when he came out and, like, saw the party and stuff, he was kind of like... Oh, you know, I'm gonna like. He he's like, oh, hey, I can't, I can't be out all night. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and like, I don't know. It was one of those things, and like, you could see he he kind of let parts of his family down, but also like, how are you gonna be a priest if you don't like it? Yeah, or believe it. I don't know. I think he was one of the characters that. He was he was more representative of like what John Travolta wanted to was supposed to learn. I yeah. think and was do things for yourself and not for others. Yeah, and like worry about your own personal growth before you worry about like what other people think of you. And like letting people down and like keeping up tradition if it means if it's like at the expense of your own. Uh, happiness. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I feel, I feel like I kind of wish we got more of the brother in this movie, but I yeah. think at the same time, his short scenes were effective enough. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was a good, generally redeemable character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he was, Yeah. He was, you know, not to to say whatever, but he was kind of like the spiritual guide that he was. Well, he was because I think it's um, he he was there for the purpose of making the John Travolta character learn something. And then he leaves like that's it. And I think that's that's like an interesting trope in general is like an older sibling figure or. Um, a, literally an older sibling, but like an someone you look up to yeah. was done more than you saying, don't be like me. Don't take the path I've taken. Yeah. And having that like in the back of John Travolta's mind, the whole movie I think is important. Cause yeah. that kind of, that I think you learn more about the main character through the brother. Yeah, definitely. Just knowing that that's what he's been dealing with and thinking this whole time that the brother is the golden child and has yeah. the perfect life. And then seeing it all come crumbling down. Where Wait, say that again. It Oh, and seeing it all come crumbling down. Yeah, I think there's something like really depressing and really satisfying at the same time yeah. about seeing someone you were jealous of like 
uh, kind of fall off. Yeah, well, because even in the first dinner scene, his mom's like, why don't you become a priest? Be like your brother. Yeah, be more like your brother. And he always resented him for that and yeah. wanted to, like, rebel against that. But, ne- but now he's seeing, like, how truly uh, sad his brother yeah. has been all these years and that he didn't really have a reason to envy him. Yeah. And the brother, you know... Brother was probably my favorite character, but he kind of bummed me out, you know, because he didn't <laughs> like those scenes when he's at the club. He's like, oh, he's 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 like, oh, you got a good thing going on, but like doesn't seem like he's enjoying himself, you know? Yeah. So um, the other character I really want to talk about where this kept coming up for, for like all the stuff that came up and then wasn't really revisited. uh I forget the character's name now, but the guy that uh, got his girlfriend pregnant. Yeah. And talked about it to, like, everyone. Yeah. That was, like, weird, right? (laughs) I I don't know if it was... I guess this was, like, at a weird time where... I don't, I mean, because in the 70s, that was when, like, abortions were, and birth control were more accessible, but, like, not we're still kind of as new. accessible they as they, real. there was still, like, a huge taboo against yeah. them, but it was, like, it was, like, when they were kind of a fairly new thing in yeah. the public eye. Do you think that that was just, like, the writers trying to, like, be up on social issues? <laughs> Yes, I kind of do. Because, <laughs> like, the, the, like it, the fact that he kept bringing it up to, like, everyone when he's like, hey, father, you know, I, me and my yeah. girlfriend were pregnant, you know, but, like, she don't like, and then, like, he says to uh, Stephanie, like, let's say you got pregnant with a guy's baby. Would you marry him? And it's like, what's going on? Yeah, maybe that's just, like, also uh, just a portrait of, like, I mean, you know, that time period in general, but also just, like, Italian uh, Catholic culture of, like, well, you gotta do the honorable thing, and you You gotta gotta Make an honest woman out of her. (laughs) I I guess. It's just, it's strange. I I think it sort of serves the same purpose as the the Rizzo maybe being pregnant subplot with Kaniki in Greece. (laughs) And then uh, her getting And then not being pregnant. Yeah. Did, did uh, that ever get... just like it doesn't really matter, but it's just another thing going on. So it's been a few weeks since I watched this now, but like, did the does that get resolved in this? In this, yeah. Uh, don't doesn't. Uh, I don't think it does. Not really. I mean, define resolved. <laughs> like, does she get the abortion, resolved? or do like, they get married? <laughs> I'd say one. I think they like tried for like a seedier abortion and I don't know if that, I don't even, honestly, that was the subplot where I tuned out. Oh, <laughs> that was so the, awful. that was the only, that I was more interested in that than the main plot. Yeah. Um, too but, much going on. Yeah. Um, but on, on a more shallow level, I really like the aesthetic of the dance scenes oh no that's that's not even the dancing itself just like the lights (laughs) the lights kind of the outfits the outfits it's well because that's kind of made a little bit of a comeback i think not 100 percent, but like you know we kind of you know there's a lot of good stuff that's influenced by disco there yeah i think first of all i think Unironically, I think the Bee Gees are fantastic, and I, I love them. I think that's what holds up the best in this. Yeah, I think yeah. they're great, because people lump them in with, like, disco in general, and I don't really... When people say, like, disco is just a dead concept, like, it, it really isn't. Oh, it's, not... <laughs> I'll go against it. I'll be like, not at all. There's most... Oh, people like... I mean, it's, you know, it's... It came after, you know, like, funk and... Yeah. And, I mean, arguably, it just kind of continued as as normal pop music. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like, there are a lot of pop songs 
in from the just the past few years that I like a yeah. lot that you could consider disco. My favorite album from or I don't even know if I named it my favorite, but my what I think was probably the best album that came out last year was um Mitski's Be the Cowboy album. And oh, okay. it had the first single was Nobody, and Nobody is basically just a disco song for you know sad people but you know still (laughs) still a disco song i also i would argue that like a couple of the past few years uh bruno mars big hits are very influenced by disco yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that's still kind of disco inspired and like is really good you know Tobelo has a song called disco tits that i think is fantastic (laughs) I don't know if I know it off the top of my head, but it's really good. And it's, it's very much a disco song. Um, I, and I like it a lot. And I, I mean, I think this, that is kind of, it's weird. Cause like the, some of the most dated iconography of this movie, like the music and the outfits is what makes it not dated. If that yeah. makes sense. Well, because it's, because that holds up the most. It really kind of capture, it captures an era really accurately, I think. And I think that a lot of movies that kind of feel timeless don't necessarily, they don't necessarily shy away from the fact that there are trends and stuff. Where, like, I think if Netflix was going to remake Saturday Night Fever... Like, let's just say it would be flashy and bright and would look like the 80s threw up on it. Yeah, it would feel more like or the a, 70s. a parody. And this feels like it truly did come out of that time. Yeah. And um, not even like, well, I, I was going to say like Greece, but like Greece was supposed to be the 50s. But yeah. like, it was su- supposed to be the 50s, but it really feels 70s-ish. Well, yeah, because it was made by people who were nostalgic for the 50s. Yeah. But this movie wasn't made out of nostalgia, I don't think. Yeah, it, it was, was made very, out of, like, this is what's happening now. It was very modern, and, yeah. And, I mean, I, you know, as kind of awful as a lot of things are in this movie, I think as a movie it does mostly hold up. I was... I, I it was able to hold my attention better than like Footloose was. Yeah, I think I think when I call this movie dated, I'm more talking about the uh, the idea of like I, I don't know the way they discuss certain things yeah. and the dialogue and the mindset and yeah. it's it's dated, but. Not in a, so the difference between something like this and rock and roll high school, yeah, I think <laughs> just as a recent example, oh, yeah, no, that's perfect. Is this one, this one is like aware that it is a period piece, yeah, or at least, at least it seems that way. Rock and roll high school is like desperately trying to be relevant for its time, yeah. Where but this movie like is sort of sort of seems to know itself and that it this is a subculture that, that is unique to probably here won't now. exist. Yeah. 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 That's that makes sense. I was reading uh, Consequence of Sound just uh, released a like a modern review of um, American Pie. Mm-hmm. And they they ripped it. They ripped it. and like I haven't watched American Pie in years. Yeah, I don't think it holds up. <laughs> I I think probably the jokes don't, but I think that part of what kind of what what made me like I loved American Pie when I was in high school. I think a lot of people did. A lot of uh, there's probably a lot of scummy kids that still do, but oh, yeah. like. I think the fact that like you're watching it and it didn't feel like it was like pandering mm-hmm. is what kind of made it more appealing where like, which I think is what Saturday night fever does where like kind of the views and like things that they do don't hold up very well, but as a movie, it kind of does. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't treat its audience like idiots. Yeah. Which what? I, which I think is important. Yeah. 
which Rock and Roll High School, uh, I don't know if they knew they were going to have an audience. I think Rock and Roll High School, they were just like, whatever, no one, no one's really going to care about this, so let's just do whatever we want and see what happens. Rock and Roll High School is like the type of movie I would have wanted to make when I was like 12. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, throw in all these things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think that, I don't know, but yeah, so I, even though I I didn't like the people, I think I did enjoy the movie. I think it's, it's like in terms of just, you know, how to make a movie, like I think it's, I think it works very well. I think it is really watchable and some of the writing is really good. Uh, And I think it is an interesting thing to watch and some of the dance scenes are kind of enjoyable even though they could be a little long <laughs> yeah i think i think when you watch the the normal choreography it's pretty good yeah but like yeah it's like like we said at the top it's dated yeah i i mean it's it's weird because like you could put it's not just that they throw like weird pop culture references at it, it it's like they get the tone of the space, yeah. which is different than just like throwing in some references that no one's going to get like 10 years later. Yeah. Um, one thing, like just as an example, I saw Beetlejuice, the musical recently. Okay. How was that? I liked it. Like, I think they did I've, a good, I've heard job. a lot of good things about it. It's not perfect, but I think in general, they did a very good job updating it and, making it a new story and kind of expanding on what didn't work in the eighties. However, there is a bit where Delia is where, um, Lydia accuses Delia of like trying to be cool and trying to be hip. And then Delia dabs. And I was kind of like, Ooh, like they better change that six months from now because Because, (laughs) yeah, no one's going to that's not even going to be, I mean, I get that's, that that's part of the joke. barely a thing now. But, like, if they expect this musical to, like, be revived in the future and maybe have, like, a cult audience to follow it or, or maybe become, like, a thing that's done in high school productions, I don't know. I'm going to guess that in that case they'd be like, oh, insert some sort of dance move people, people are doing. Like, if it, if it came out, like, 12 yeah. years ago, would have, like, soldier boyed. Yeah, they would have had. They definitely have to rewrite this show if they expect it to have a long shelf yeah. life. Because that is Beetlejuice is basically uh, like the genie from Aladdin, but R rated. So he does throw a lot of like pop culture references and yeah, uh, and uh, dated slang and like not. When I say dated, I mean they're not dated yet, but they will be. <laughs> ah. Makes sense. So I, I was kind of – so, like, when it was funny, it worked. And then there were some things where I was like, they're going to have to rewrite this a year from now because none of these jokes are going to be funny later. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Did that affect your enjoyment of it? No. I still had fun. It's a very fun time. It's, like, right. really – it's – I think they like made the characters more interesting and I think the music is really good. A lot of people I've heard don't like the music. I do. I've been listening to it. Sorry. Can you hold on for one second? I have a really important call coming in. Yeah. No problem. Thanks.
Sorry about that. That's okay. My You good? Yeah, my doctor called me earlier today and I have a small issue and like I called okay. back, left a message and I was like, "Call me back." And they just got back to me now. <laughs> so Is everything good? Um I need to take a blood test in like 2 weeks. So. Okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I'll have to edit out like two minutes there, but yeah, no problem. That's fine. Cool. <laughs> I could have just been like, fill the air time. <laughs> I'm gonna mute. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and it's just me talking. <laughs> Give a full review of Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, it's just me like reading deadpan the lyrics to all the BG songs. <laughs> Staying alive. Staying yeah. alive. Um, but yeah, so. Where were we now? Um, datedness and pop datedness. culture references. Um, do you? I I always I'm always left to wonder if something is dated. Is it bad? Not is it bad? Yeah, is it bad? Of course, not necessarily. Just because something's. We dated is almost always used as a critique, but I don't necessarily think that's the worst thing in the world sometimes. You know, I think when people say dated, I could be wrong, but I think when people say dated, they're more talking about like the way it's written than the way it looks. Yeah. Meaning, like, I think if the, if the script is good and interesting enough then it doesn't matter if it if it has like a dated aesthetic or uh like ways of filmmaking that was like not that doesn't really hold up or people don't do anymore yeah i think i think if the writing is good enough then people aren't going to call it dated yeah and i think that's sort of true with this one but here and there, like it's a yeah, on and off. Yeah, well, where it's yeah, well, like we both kind of said, it is a depiction of probably real, not real, real, but real people in a real time, but not yeah. necessarily ideas and values and portrayals that have aged well yeah no i think i think this movie can still be watchable i think footloose is less watchable yeah (laughs) but maybe i'm alone in that i think some people think footloose holds up i think i think the concept of footloose is just flawed from the get-go that's true. Where, like, Footloose is kind of doomed from the start. Where, like, this, like, the dancing is kind of, the fact that, like, dancing is uh, Tony's salvation is kind of strange, but it's not necessarily about the dancing, I don't think. Okay. I, I think, in general, the movie's kind of... I don't want to say it's about him pursuing Stephanie as much as it is just kind of about him being like stuck in a dead end life. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer. It bummed me out. It is a bummer. Yeah. This movie is a bummer. It's kind of depressing. Like yeah. the, the symbolism of his, his little friend, uh, falling off a bridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. He jumped. That's how it gets resolved. He dies. Oh, I forgot that was the same friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he kills him. I, was, I forgot that the <laughs> guy who got his know. girlfriend pregnant and the guy who dies <laughs> is the same person. Oh. <laughs> I'd oh, completely boy. forgotten that he just jumps off the bridge. Jumps or falls or I don't know. Yeah. But um, I think that that scene was more for like she really honing in on really beating you over the head with the idea of like, this is, it seems fun now, but like ever, but these kids are like sad and stuck here. Yeah. And because of like traditional values and 
things they're supposed to be doing and like the pressure to be what society wants you to be or whatever. I don't know. They jump Uh, off the Verrazano bridge. The Verrazano bridge being a bridge, I guess is like symbolic of escape or something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Well, I'd read somewhere that like his, his want to go to Staten Island is supposed to depict the want for a more, you know, suburban life. But you know, I think in 2019, if he wants to go to Staten Island, it's just... I think Staten Island in 2019 probably looks more like this movie than Bay Ridge does. Yeah, I mean, no offense to Staten Island. All but offense to Staten Island. <laughs> actually, full offense to Staten Island. It can fall in the ocean. You either are from there, or you're not. No I, one dreams of living in Staten Island. I think I know, like... I know, like, two people that I like from Staten Island. <laughs> the rest, you know, get You have stuck. to get on a boat to get there. Oh, yeah. And it's free. And Is the boat free? Hmm? Is the boat free? Yes. Oh, Isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. I'm the like, ferry. I'm against boats. In fact, I, I think a lot of people on the ferry are there to ride the ferry they're not even there to go to staten island they just want to ride the ferry i think i think my girlfriend said she rode the staten island ferry to see the uh fer- not the ferris wheel <laughs> oh, ferris. <laughs> the statue of liberty the staten island ferries wheel, <laughs> wheel. yeah and that's that's a great thing for tourists and that's fun but like when you get off the boat you get right back on you yeah. go back to where you want to be yeah um Unless you're, you know, what's it? There was a big comedy show on Staten Island last night. Oh, yeah? Bill Burr, Pete Davidson, and Judd Apatow were. Well, Pete Davidson is from there, and he makes fun of it all the time. Yeah. Pete Davidson probably wouldn't care if it fell into the ocean, too. Probably not. But, you know. (laughs) Um, I I also, Pete Davidson isn't one of the two people I like from Staten Island, so, you know, if he he stays on it, you know. mean doesn't matter yeah the the whole cast of saturday night not the cast but you know what i mean the all the characters from saturday night fever they could go to staten island and can fall into the ocean yeah we don't need staten island right i don't even know why we consider it a borough I forget it's a borough. Um, the only reason that Staten Island is part of New York is because there was a boat race against New Jersey, and we won. Yeah, and but at what like, cost? That's ours. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, but it's really just part of New Jersey. I think there's a comic that I know that has a thing about that, but New yeah. Jersey is the sixth borough. <laughs> Actually, uh, Miami, Florida is the sixth borough. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Everything about this movie hasn't aged well. Yeah, I think... Disco has. I I truly think disco is the thing that aged the best. (laughs) Disco? Well, because, like, even, like, I know we talked about modern stuff, but, like, even, like, going into the 80s, like, Billie Jean is basically a disco song. Oh, yeah. You know, but you know, that also hasn't aged super well now. But you know, it's but still, but yeah, the influence, yeah. So is, it's still present. It's yeah. not like it was just part of that period yeah. of time. But yeah, but I think I think the songs are really good. I do too. I'm like I don't know. If you had told me to watch this ten years ago, I would have been like, "This all sucks." Why? Yeah, it, but, it is kind of boring if you're just there for, like, a good time, because it is... Yeah, I wouldn't... It's very dramatic and sad. Well, so I, I have memories of, like, being a kid on vacation and this, like, being on TV. Yeah. And, like, my dad being like, oh, you should watch this. It's a great movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. And, like, my dad did not like disco, which, like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, why are we watching this? And, like, watch the first scene, and I'm like, dad, this sucks. But, like, watching it now, I'm like, why would you tell a 10-year-old kid to watch this? Yeah, I can't see 10-year-old me enjoying this yeah. movie. 
I actually, because I was curious, uh, before we started this, I asked my mom, like, if she has any opinions on this movie. Like, what does she think? And she was kind of like, I don't know if I ever saw it. (laughs) I feel like if I brought this up to my mom, she would just be like, I love, I love the songs. Bee Gees are great. Starts singing, staying alive. Yeah, I kind of fully expected this to be a movie my mom loves and always loved, but I guess she doesn't really care. She was like, yeah, people my age love it. I don't know. It has a a 6.8 on IMDb, which is kind of low for, you know, how beloved this movie is. I don't know how many people would call this the greatest movie ever made who didn't see this for the first time when it came out when they were like, 18 years old. Oh, that was a thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, Everyone in this is really young. Yeah. Like characters and even like, I I looked up how old John Travolta was when this came out and he was like 23. Yeah. Um, But they all look like they're like 30. I know. Which is, you know what it is? It's the seventies style for men was just like, growing more hair <laughs> yeah i'm kind of like i don't know anyone that looks like this because like now i most people that i meet that are like 23 to 25 i'm like okay we kind of look the same age yeah and like sometimes i meet like 30 year olds that i'm like oh you're 25 and they're like no i'm like 33 and then i'm like oh never mind but like i don't know everyone in this save for the guy that can't tell if his girlfriend should get an abortion or get married to him. Uh, they all kind of look like they're like 30. Yeah. And like when Stephanie is like, Oh, I don't mess around with guys your age anymore. And I'm like, the character is like 20 and she's like 23. Yeah. Guys your age anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there's not a big difference. I mean, there's a difference, but not a big one. It's, he's supposed to be like 19 or 20, which yeah. is wild because he so much is happening with him. It, that it's, I feel like 19 year olds don't do much. No, they don't. <laughs> they just kind of wait. I'm curious now uh, when the drinking age was raised to 21. Oh, that's a good question. Because like maybe that's make a difference. the other thing. Go- 1984, so it was still 18 at this time, which kind of makes sense. That makes sense, and actually, it's interesting because this is like the last few years when the drinking age was under it was 20. Still 18, yeah, yeah. It's it's odd. What was that? Oh, when I said I said just when it was still 18. Oh yeah. Which like whenever I see that in a movie, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's there's interesting stuff. <laughs> I guess I guess that was part of what made him look older. Is that was in the seventies when like you could drink younger. <laughs> everyone had sideburns. Like you were just everyone looked older. And he was just weathered from years of boozing. That one yeah, year of boozing. Bo- boogieing. Boogieing. <laughs> Dan, and then it's in later years in the sequel, Cocaine. Is there is a sequel, right? Oh, I was joking. Is there a sequel? Oh, I thought <laughs> I there was. Think I think there is. <laughs> oh, I was talk- I was like fully joking, but I I don't know. Maybe there is. I'm gonna like that '80s show. <laughs> Let's. There is. It's called Stan Alive. It was made in 1983. What? Um, American dance musical starring, yeah. Wow. This, was uh, it poorly received? I think so. Uh, unlike Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive was not as successful and holds a score of zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Nonetheless, Ooh. it was a box office success, earning $65 million on a $22 million budget. That's really saying something if your your score is zero and so many people saw it. Yeah. Like not one not one critic liked it. Uh, I that zero. There's not really like oh Sylvester Stallone directed this. It's you know 
Wow. I think I know what we're doing next week. Yeah, I was going to say, I know what we're adding to the Excel spreadsheet. Um, Roger Ebert called the dance production laughably gosh, especially the final number, which he mocked for including fire, ice, smoke, flashing lights, and laser beams. Honestly, this sounds kind of lit, and I kind of want to watch it. I'm very curious. What the film most lacked was the sense of reality in Saturday Night Fever. There's no old neighborhood, no vulgar showdowns with his family. He apologizes to his mother for his attitude, and no Brooklyn eccentricity. Okay. So, I mean... I'm intrigued. I would watch it. This is probably, like, a more fun movie. It might not be. It might be very boring, but I think in, I, as a concept, I think I'm more interested. I imagine my my guess for this is that it just takes the dance sequences and like just turns them up to 40. And you know what? That's all I want. That's all I want in any movie is if there's a dance scene, just make it 45 minutes. <laughs> and it's I'm curious. I'm intrigued. I hear my echo. I might need it, but I would watch it. I'll I'll add it to the list. I'm game. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm down. And I wonder what the music budget is like, but anyway. Um, do you have anything else you want to add about um, Saturday Night Fever? Live. <laughs> uh, SNL, nineteen seventy-seven. Um, I don't love it, but I acknowledge that it is well made for what it is. Uh, I don't think it holds up that much. I think in general it's just okay, but I understand why other people really like it. I, I think it's – I don't uh, – well, so I was going to say I was going to be like, watch it if you like disco. But, like, even that I don't know if I'd say. I I think it's it's not a movie that I – I didn't hate it. Uh, it's also – I think people who like disco, I don't even know if they know they like disco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe they wouldn't consider the more popular stuff disco. Maybe they think of disco as just being like the hustle (laughs) (laughs) as the place they go. (laughs) That's it. I, I think that again, like you said, this wasn't a great, great movie in my opinion, but I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I think if someone's looking for like a, someone's like, Oh, I wish Footloose was grittier, you know. <laughs> this is not a bad. Perfect, I think if, you, if the you're looking, perfect film is the grittier Footloose. I I think if someone's looking for like a, someone's like a music fan, but also kind of wants like a dark movie. I think this, yeah. this isn't yeah, that's kind of like it. A terrible thing to put on, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, very outdated. I think so. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna. Okay, now.